Valerie, that number again? 221-1100 locally and toll-free 888-221-8990. All right, here's our program. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561-201-5499. The number again is 561-201-5499. También hablamos en español. Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell or rent a home, a first-time home buyer or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. What is it that justifies your action? Is it because of the way of the world, or is it because of the way of God? Because one leads to death. You can believe that. Come on, amen. So it's the attitudes of the world. What do you mean attitudes, Pastor? Well, here's a good attitude of the world. Here's one of the biggest ones. We're just going, we're going to hit on this one today. How many know in the world we are taught this? It is me before you. You know what we taught? 
It is me before you. In fact, sometimes it's preached in the church in the form of self-help programs across the pulpit. And we say things like this. I can't love you until I first learn how to love me. You ever heard that? That ain't in your Bible. I just help you. I think that was worth everything you got here for. That is not in your Bible. Come on, amen. Somebody say, well, the Bible says that. No, 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 no. That is not in your Bible. That's what happens when you read the Bible with a worldly point of view, trying to interpret it through your eyes and not his eyes. You will get that. I can't love you unless I learn how to love myself. That is bull. We'll leave it right there. We'll stop that word right there, bull. Come on, somebody. Amen. Anytime you interpret Scripture through self-centered eyes, you will always come up with a self-centered philosophy to benefit yourself. The Bible was written from the place of sacrificial living to benefit others. Matter of fact, the whole kingdom principle of God is that we live our life sacrificially to benefit everybody else. And when everybody does that, then everybody's blessed. It ain't about all I can get and get what I can get while I can get it and then sit on what I got. It's about what can I do to help my brothers and my sisters. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hmm? Say, Pastor, what are you saying? You shouldn't love yourself. No, I'm not telling you not to love yourself. Obviously, you need to love yourself because if you hate yourself, then you got more issues. We need to deal with that. You need to love yourself. But that's not in your Bible. Amen. Because the truth is, is you can never truly learn how to love yourself until you first learn how to love God. And then you learn how to love people. Once you learn how to love God and you learn how to love people, then you can love yourself. That's the way the Bible was written, amen? I mean, when Jesus asked the question, and most of the time when people use this scripture, they say, I got to love me. I got to love myself. I got to love my neighbor as I love myself. How many of you ever know that scripture? Come on, amen? He said this. He said, the law and the prophets was wrapped up in two commandments. Everybody say two. two. Not three. Not three. Two. two. Not three, amen? Jesus said it was two. Come on, somebody, amen. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your soul, body, mind, soul, strength. Everything that is in you, you love the Lord your God. Then he said, you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself, amen. In other words, Jesus took for granted that everybody was already in love with themselves. That's good, pastor. Come on, amen. Because being in love with yourself is the nature of fallen humanity. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5 says it this way. No man ever hates his own flesh, but he nourishes it and he cherishes it. Come on, amen. Listen, if you don't believe that, how many of you know everybody in this room today made sure their belly was full before they went and fed the homeless person? Some of you didn't even feed homeless people today. Why? Because you nourish and cherish yourself first. Y'all ain't shouting at me no more. Are y'all all right? Yes. Come on, amen. So Jesus was taking for granted the nature that people already lived in a world where they already were selfish and they already loved themselves. And he said, what I want you to do is love other people the way that you're in love with yourself. In other words, learn how to put other people's needs in your life, the way you fulfill your own needs, the way you take care of yourself, the way you feed yourself, the way you bathe yourself, the way you dress yourself. Love people that way. I mean, you know, most of us have no problem saying, God, I need to love you more. We don't have an issue with that. God, I need to love you more. Where most of us get hung up in life is loving people. Come on, amen. 
You mean loving people is going to help me in my spiritual walk? You mean all this really matters? Yes, this all matters. Yes, it does. In fact, Jesus compared loving other people to loving God. He said it's one and the same. First John says this, how can you say you love God whom you've never seen and hate your brother who you're hanging out with every day? How can you say that? In other words, you're telling me that you are in love with an invisible deity being creator and you want a relationship with this God, but you don't care if you have a relationship with the person sitting next to you in church. We're too busy with life. Come on, help me, amen. We don't want to reach out to nobody, but everybody in our little sphere. Praise the Lord. Let me help you. That is not the way the kingdom of God was set up to operate. But we, listen, especially in the United States of America, we are programmed for independence. It's in our constitution. It's not called the Declaration of Dependence, and it's not called the Declaration of Interdependence. It's called the Declaration of Independence. Amen? And, and we sing these songs all the time. It's got to be me. You know? I had to do it my way. Right? It's ingrained in our culture. It's all about me. We celebrate lone heroes, the Lone Ranger and John Wayne and come on somebody help me and Jason Bourne and this one guy that takes on the whole world defending the independence of the United States of America and they kill 5,000 people all by themselves with a toothpick. And we're like, oh, he's awesome. He saved America. Right? Come on, somebody. Amen. Can I just tell you something for sure? God did not call us to be lone heroes. He called us to be the body of Christ, to live a sacrificial life for our brothers and sisters. There was only one lone hero in the history of this world, and his name was Jesus Christ. And he didn't wrap a bandana around his head and put a knife in his teeth and swim through a swamp up to the Roman Empire and stab Caesar in the back and wipe out the legion of the Roman Empire. That's not how he did it. Now, don't get me wrong he could have done it that way because he's God all by himself he could have snapped his fingers and wiped out a nation if he wanted to but that's not how he conquered everything he let them crucify him and hang him on a cross and sacrificed his life for all of mankind and now he says this is the way I want you to love everybody I want you to sacrifice the way I sacrificed I want you to prefer your brother and your sister the way I preferred them no, my goodness. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Woo. You weren't meant to make it on your own. And you don't just need Jesus. We need each other. I've been pastoring for, since 2009. How long is that? Hey, years. And I have heard pastor after pastor after pastor get mad at people and say, well, let them go. That's the way they want to act, just let them go. No! We don't want to let them go. The kingdom of God don't want to let nobody go. Come on, somebody, amen? That's not true. We need everybody. Now listen, we ain't going to change who we are for you. And if you get mad and leave, that's on you. But God wants us to be a family together. 
And we want everybody to be a part of the kingdom of God. We want everybody to be a part of the kingdom of what he's doing in this house. Come on, somebody. The truth is, I don't care if they're a little bit off. I don't care if they're a little bit flaky. Because here's the truth. We're all a little bit off. And we're all a little bit flaky. Nobody's exempt from that description. You all have your own flakiness stuff. Come on, amen. Praise the Lord. We want independence in relationships. In other words, I want companionship without the commitment. I want friendship, but I don't want to be committed to it. I want you to like everything about me. And, you know, I might like some things about you, but you got to like me first. Is that too real? Mm. We got people, they want to get married and have an open marriage. What? We got crazy stuff going on. Well, we have an open marriage. Well, what's that? Well, well, that's where he does what he wants, and I do what I want, and then we come home and we live in the same house, and we're just kind of happy with each other's lifestyle. And listen, that is a formula for insanity. Hmm? And listen to me, guys. I don't care how many times she tells you you can have an open relationship. You come home one night from an open relationship, and I guarantee you, there's a good chance you're gonna get hit in the head with a baseball bat. Because she might put up with it for about 50% of the time. But something's going to dawn on her at some point in the month. And she's going to crack you in the head for your open relationship. I promise you. I got nobody testifying. <laughs> and now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. That's what we are. We, we want independence in every area of our life. We want it in our finances. We want it in our jobs. We want it in our families. We want it in our careers. We value independence. But listen to me. That is the world's mentality. That's not God's mentality. God did not build us to be independent. He built and designed us to be interdependent, to count on each other. Paul said this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He said, the hand can never say to the feet, I don't need you. And the ears can't say to the eyes, you are not necessary for me. In other words, I need people in my life. You need people in your life. Hmm? Our, our, our text in Acts says this, and they were devoted. Everybody say devoted. That Greek word right there is koinonia. Koinonia. It literally means that they had something in common. They had a shared life. They were committed to being connected, and they were committed to doing life together. Not separate, 
but doing life together. So let me give you number one. You ready? You can write this down. Number one, you were designed for community. You were designed for community. Genesis 2.18, God makes this statement. Now listen to this. Now he's got a world that he's taken and he's put back in order. He's got a garden that's perfect. Somebody say the garden's perfect. And he's got a man that he created. And this man is created in his image and in his likeness. How would you say that's pretty perfect? Huh? He's in a perfect garden, in a perfect world, and he's created in the image and the likeness of God. Pretty good, pretty good situation. That's better than most of us have had it. Right? And there's Adam in the garden, and God puts him in a perfect garden, in a perfect world, and, the guy, and Adam is made in the image and the likeness of God. Then God looks at him, and this is what he says. It is not good for man to be alone. Out of a perfect situation, he says. It is not good for man to be alone. Now watch this. It's a perfect environment. Are you seeing this? Here's the creator of the heavens and the earth who created man so that he could have communion with man. God created mankind because God wanted a family. God did not create mankind just so he could sit around and say, now I got somebody to talk to. God desired as an expression of love to create an existing human race that was in his likeness and his image to be part of his family because God wanted communion. So that tells you right there that if you are created in the image of God, he already built you for communion. Come on, help me somebody, amen? God said, I created him for community. And then he said to the man, it's not good that you're alone. You need some community. Touch somebody say, we need some community. We need some community. Hmm? Our default position oftentimes as believers is that we believe we don't need anybody except God. We get the revelation that God's good to us. We love Him and He loves me. I can hang out in the garden. It's just me and God. In the garden, in a perfect environment. He made me perfect. He shed His blood for me. I got Jesus and Jesus has got me. I'm good to go. No. He created you to have community with other people. It doesn't end right there. Amen? You say, Pastor, well, I understand that. All I need is Jesus, just me and Jesus. If it could just be me and Jesus. Hmm? Listen, most of the time when we preach the, preach the Bible, we preach about the individuals that do great works. We talk about Noah and Elijah and Elisha, Moses and David and Paul and Peter. You know why we do that? Because we put an emphasis and a value more on personal faith than we do on corporate faith. We like our heroes. It's a cultural thing, I'm telling you. We love our heroes. We don't just do it with faith. We value personal anointing on somebody's life more than we value corporate anointing. Benny Hinn does a crusade. Thousands of people everywhere. Everybody's worshiping. Everybody's praising. Benny Hinn walks out and everybody's like, Ooh, it's, it's Benny. The choir sings. But do you know that if Benny walked out into an empty auditorium, wouldn't nothing be happening? The reason why he walks out into an atmosphere like that is because there's 20,000 people in arena who have just worshipped God for an hour and a half and have got their faith level corporately lifted up and there's a corporate anointing in the house and Benny comes in with the anointing of God on his life and steps into a corporate anointing and miracles begin to happen. So it really ain't about Benny, it's really about God.
Is this all right? We cannot put the emphasis on personal anointing. Because it doesn't matter how many times I preach the word and how anointed it is in here. What sets the heart for receiving the word is when we come in here and we worship in the spirit of God and the manifested presence of God begins to move on your heart to prepare you to hear a word that is preached. It's not my anointing. Am I anointed? Yes. Are you anointed? Yes. But it's the word of God that does the work because you've been anointed to receive the word in an atmosphere that is charged by faith. So truthfully, I'm really not that great of a preacher. We're just having a good time in here with Jesus. And with each other. Come on, somebody. Amen. Mm. Listen to me. A personal anointing will never, ever, ever get you in the promised land. A personal anointing can get you out of Egypt. I get up here and preach the salvation message and get you free from bondage and get you free from sin. And the power of the word of God will cut into your heart and you'll get saved. But to step into the promised land, it couldn't take him. Moses. Moses couldn't get him there. It, the Bible says it took Joshua and a team of people. There was a corporate anointing on his congregation to go in and possess the land. That's why Jason cannot take Truth Church and change the city of Fort Pierce and change the Treasure Coast. But a people in this house that are full of the anointing of God can come together in faith and come together under the anointing of God and we can change this community with a team of people that are in unity. Come on, help me somebody. Amen. And the reason why is because God will not let you live your entire life without being dependent on other people. You cannot live your destiny until you learn how to be dependent on people and love people. Come on, help me somebody. Interdependency is God's plan and God's format. I need you in my life. You need me in your life. You need each other in your life. Touch somebody and say, I need you in my life. Praise the Lord. And this ain't a reference to just being married. This is for every single person in here too. Listen, God hates loneliness. Loneliness is not from God. You got people all over this room that say, well, I'm not alone. I work with crazy people all day long. I'm not alone. They drive me nuts. I'm on the phone all day with people. I don't know. Well, here's the truth. You can be in a building with 5,000 people and still be alone. Come on, Amen. Because being in the middle of a big crowd does not mean that you are connected to anybody. God hates loneliness. You can be married for 40 years and be nothing more than roommates and still be alone. Uh. Mm. We need community. Somebody say, I need community. How many of you ever heard anybody say this? I've been going to this church for three years and I can't even name five people's names. I, I wonder if we just started passing the microphone around, if everybody in here held that microphone, could you name five people in here that you got a relationship with? Woo. Huh? I know some of you are counting right now. One, two, three. Ooh, I got seven. I must be anointed. No, you must work here. Is that too much truth? <laughs> the bottom line is, is we become very content 
to live without one of the things that God says is a major key to our development and to our victory as believers. And that's learning how to be Jesus to each other. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561-201-5499. The number again is 561-201-5499. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
Well, good morning once again. The time, 1128. And we're continuing our prayer and praise time. We just got a call that uh, came in just moments ago from Evelyn. And David, I believe you took that call. I did. And Evelyn calling in from West Palm Beach with a one-time gift of $100. Just before we went to the program, our good sister Valerie had given a gift of $100. And so that takes us up to $43,530, $470 away from that next $1,000 level. Wow. Praise God. Just thank God for all of the people who are responding. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good to hear from the folks out there. And, you know, we even had a fellow called a little while ago, Tom, uh, mm-hmm. was his name. It's easy for me to remember that name. <laughs> yeah. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I forget my own name. I have to live, you know, like the philosopher, who am I and why am I here? <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, Tom called with some encouraging words, and he was talking about, you know, he had had a heart attack as well. And how that God had given us a second chance. Yes. You know? And he 